0: Look with me in uh, Matthew chapter 25 this morning, Matthew chapter 25, and I don't know about you other preachers, but this is one of the hardest parables to me in the Bible to preach from or to get it out, and this is a parable. I know what it's saying, I know what it means, but for me to bring it out, I told somebody this morning, it's going to be left up to God. So whatever you get this morning, it'll be from God, not from this preacher this morning. Amen. Stand with me as we read chapter 25 here, and I'm going to read about 13 verses here. And it said, (coughs) Jesus said, Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise, and five of them were foolish. They that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took all in their vessels with their lamps. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. Verse 6. And at midnight, there was a cry made Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. Verse 7. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. Verse 8. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. Verse 9, But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there be not enough for us and you. But go ye rather to them that sell, and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the Bright groom came, and they that were ready went in with him to the marriage, and the door was shut. Verse 11 Afterward came also the other virgin, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. Verse 12 But Jesus answered and said, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. And verse 13 Watch therefore. For ye know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man, comma. Johnny asked a blessing on this word this morning. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this. Yes, we do, Lord. In your house, Lord we give you praise and we give you honor and we give you glory, God, because we know that you are the King of kings and we know that you are the Lord. you are the provider, and you are the keeper. We ask God this morning. That you just touch Help hours. us Lord, touch us, body Lord Yes Jesus, yes Bless yes. your people this morning Lord Amen and amen This is a parable of the ten virgins Now I'm like, I guess, about everybody else. There's so much going on out in the world. Brother Dean, I've tried to read this week. Well, I have read. But I've caught myself reading and realizing I didn't know what I was reading because my mind was on all the sick people out here and everything that's going on in the world. And last night, I read and I looked and I read and I looked and I thought I had something. I got up this morning and I couldn't find what I read. And I just started looking, and I came up on this scripture here, and I'm again to read it. And you know, in verse 13, I couldn't think of of all the topics or all the uh, things that I could had to put down for a message. All I could look at and think about was what Jesus said in verse 13. He said, "Watch." Therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man comes. Nobody knows the day and nobody knows the hour that Jesus is coming. But you know, as I thought about this and I looked about this, and God began to reveal to me, what this scripture here is about. And it's about things that are going on in the world today that we're witnessing hit, but we're blinded to what's going on, people are. And this parable is about getting ready for the coming of Jesus Christ. And a lot of people today, and well these ten virgins here, and I've studied this and I jotted it down so I could remember here, but these virgins that he talks about is really the true converts are saved. They are the church attendance at the wedding. Service. So we see the virgins are the converts that are prepared to meet the Lord. Now the bride, now we're all the children of God. We're all God's creation. Amen. Amen. This morning. But just because we're God's creation and because we belong to God, that don't mean that everybody's going to heaven. It only means that those... uh, hey man, is the repentant of their sins, got right with God, lived right with God, and if we get right with God, live right with God, then we will die right with God, and those are the ones who are going to spend eternity in heaven. Now the bride of, the, of Christ is the church. How many knew that? The bride of the church, the bride of Christ is the church, and the, the prepared virgins are the saved, while all of us are, are the people of God, but the church represents the people of God. The, lamp, the, the lamps here represent our lives, which are prepared or unprepared. So when we think of the lamps, that's what the Bible says, it is our lives, That represents, uh, hey man, those that are prepared and those that are not prepared. Now remember what I read to you there. And the all refers to that which prepares them to give forth light, which is the Holy Spirit. Now this is a parable, keep that in mind, what it's going to be like when Jesus comes back. I was talking to Billy Lloyd this morning there about the ten virgins and five of them were wise and five were foolish. In other words, you would think that half was ready to go and the other half is not ready to go. And Billy said, well, I believe there's more than half that's not ready to go than the other half that is ready to go. But he just throwed out that number there, you know, to illustrate what we are what we're supposed to be, how we're supposed to live, how we're supposed to prepare to be ready for God. And he said that, Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened to ten virgins which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. Now, Tony's talking about this morning, over in Revelation 21, John the Revelator, he said, I've seen a new heaven and a new earth coming down out of heaven as a bride of anointed lamb, anybody? or her husband. Well, this is what this is talking about, uh, and why he said in that last verse, Watch therefore, uh, and be ready because you think, ah, uh, uh, he's coming now." that you think not. Now these ten, uh, these ten virgins here, uh, I, uh, representing, uh, you know, the people, uh, and, and you know, when I got to thinking about it uh and got to thinking back about it, uh uh you know five of them, they said the Bible said five of them were wise uh and five were foolish. Uh now listen to what the five uh hey man that were foolish done. Uh he said they that the five that were foolish uh took their lambs uh but took no all with them. Amen. Uh but now verse four it said, but the wise uh, took all And their vessels uh, with their lamps. Uh and while the bridegroom uh, tired which was Christ uh, they all slumbered and slept Uh, that's the way that it is today uh, with the church today people Uh, let me tell you today uh, you know when we think about it uh, how many people uh, have you seen over your years uh, that's come uh, and went hey man how many of you seen uh, that had their lamps uh, uh, trimmed and burning Uh, how many of them have you seen it come to church uh, time and time and time again? Uh, that's a good place uh, to keep you all uh, in your lamps at. Uh, why? Because uh, the lamp represents our life, uh, and the all uh, uh, represents uh, the uh, the all that goes in it uh, to give these old lamps uh, a light. Hey, man! Uh, you take a lamp uh, and set it out at, on a dark night uh, at home. I'm talking now uh, about just a lamp. We have in our home And as long as that lamp sits there, and hey man, and if it gets dark and a storm comes. You can try to light that lamp all you want to, uh, but if it don't have any oil in it, uh, you're not gonna get any light. Uh, but now, those uh, it keeps their oil uh, in their lamps uh, and keeps them trimmed uh, when the storms comes up uh, and the lights goes out, uh, brother Mark. You can strike a match. Uh, and that all uh, will give the light uh, to that lamp uh, that we can see where they're going. Uh, amen. Uh, that's the way uh, that we are today uh, in our spiritual life, uh, our lamps, uh, as long as we keep them trimmed uh, and burning. Uh, and a good way to do it uh, is go to the house of God uh, uh, where you can hear the word uh, and hear the word of God uh, and the truth that uh, and wonder to come uh, like we are talking about this morning. Uh, come with one thing on your mind uh, and that's lifting up uh, holy hands uh, and giving God praise uh, and honoring him uh, for what he's done for us uh, and he needs to be praised, and he needs to be honored uh, but we can't do that uh, if our limbs uh, are not full of oil uh, and burning uh, remember that oil uh, represents uh, the Holy Spirit, uh, amen uh, that will lead us uh, and guide us uh, and direct us uh, in all the ways uh, and in all the truths uh, but praise God uh, just like uh, a lot of we've seen uh, uh, come and go uh, amen uh, over the years uh, that had all in their lives uh, but while they've waited uh, and while they've tired uh, and Jesus ain't come uh, and so they have sent back uh, they went to sleep uh, and the oil is burnt out of their lives uh, and they're not prepared uh, to meet God uh, if he should come at the midnight hour. On, <sighs> yeah. That's good. What about your lamps this morning, church? Do you keep them full? Yeah, brother. Do you keep them burning? Mm-hmm. That the world may see that you have something that they don't have. Oh yeah. A lot of Christians and I've known them, and I'm no judge. This morning. I don't have to be a judge. They're their own judge this morning. When I preach a funeral, brother, Dean, I tell people when they call me, I I can't preach nobody's funeral. They preach tips while they're living. Now, I may come and say a few words try to comfort the family. But let me tell you something. No man can preach you. No preacher can preach you into hell. And nobody can preach you into heaven. The Bible says a tree is going to lay the way that it falls. Now if your lamp is went out, when the when the death comes to you, when your lamp is out, then I'm going to tell you that's the way you're going to be judged. Hey, Amen. There's a lot of them, God, that one time was on fire from God. Amen. Hey, man in their lives. They were the light to the world to see. uh, They were the light to their family. uh, They'd come to church with us. uh, They'd worship with us. uh, I've seen them dance. I've seen them shout. I've seen them run the aisle but now then some of them I know is not in church anywhere amen let me tell you friend it's not a time to be asleep in. it's a time to stay awake it's a time to watch and it's a time to pray because all signs are pointing toward the coming of the Lord I'm going to tell you I heard a preacher say the other night a man, old Pat Robertson when they was calling in and..." fact and asking him questions uh, and he asked, they asked him uh, I said uh, brother what do you think uh, that all this is all about uh, why do you think this COVID's rage why do you think uh, that all that stuff in Afghanistan is going on why do you think uh, the world is such a mess why do you think of all these floods why do you think of all these tar- what do you think of all uh, these hurricanes uh, let me tell you friend Revelation tells it just as plain uh, as it can plain uh, and if you ain't got your legs trimmed and burning, uh, you're not going to understand it. Amen. Yeah. Come on, Amen. Time is running out. Matthew 24 said all of these things... Uh, was gonna to come to pass at the end, not yet, but look up, uh, because that time is drawing near, uh, and you just think about it. And Pat Roberts said, uh, I'll tell you what I think, uh, and I'm gonna tell you what I think this morning, uh, is what I've said uh, a long time ago. Uh, America is going to pay yeah. and Pat Roberts said I'll tell you what it is uh, my belief is uh, he said America has got to fall from God uh, yeah. that he has sent a curse on us uh, oh, yeah. if you believe that say amen yeah, uh, brother. it's happening for you. he said I'll either curse you put a curse on you and your families from fourth and fifth generations down or he said I'll put a blessing on your families for a lifetime I thank God I want the blessings. I don't know about you. I don't know about you. These people. These people that's making excuse, and I'm going to get some background here, a backfire on this, but I don't care. I'm a man, I'm ready for it. Because I got Jesus on my side, the truth's the truth, and the Bible says just stand when everything else will fail. I'm afraid these people, it's afraid to come to church because of the COVID But they can go to Walmart, they can go to Bowlerine shopping They can go places and eat out and crowd. They can have parties, they can do this and they can do that These are some of the people that I worry about Because the oil is burnt out of their lamps Amen? Amen, Amen. Don't get quiet on me, I'll far down if you do Guy called me this morning. He's talking. Wonder what's going to be a preacher for? He said, "Are you going to dance this morning, preacher?" I said, "I don't imagine this is going to be a dancing service. A dancing uh, sermon. It'll probably be a squirming service." Let me tell you, friends. uh, If you expected to come to this church, hey man, if you notice here, you don't see no feathers in my hand, do you? What do you see here? You see the word. You know what the word represents? The sword. So I didn't bring a feather to tickle your ears with this morning. But I brought a sword to wake you up. Amen. And get you ready and get you prepared if I can. For the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. A lot of people are looking for a preacher that's going to tickle their ears. Amen. man. sad part of it is they're finding them Tracy. That's a sad part. They're finding them. The world's full of them out here. Full of them out here They're looking just to tickle their ears a little bit Oh it's alright to do this It's alright to do that When the Bible says it ain't alright When you all go down of your lamp Then Satan is going to overtake you Amen You say what are you talking about Preacher when you start making excuses not to come to church instead of giving a reason why you need to be in church. How I many come to church to get their length filled up? I'm talking about with the Holy Spirit. Hey, Amen. I'm talking about without the Spirit you're none of my. And Jesus said Jesus said I'll give you all you want. Hey, man. Amen. People act like they get just a little bit of God and that's all they need. hey Amen. Well, you have done it. Let me ask you this. Do you think that you can get as much out of staying home, watching on Facebook as you can, and being with God's people, worshiping God in His house? Anybody think you can? Well, that's about a hundred to zero vote that you can't get as much. But the devil has convinced people of that, Brother Dean. He's convinced, convinced people of And when you do that, and when you lay out a church long enough, I've heard people testify to it. And I'm a living testimony what happened to me one time. And they've got the same testimony that I've got. They started laying out of church one time and boy they felt guilty. Things are getting quiet in here. They felt guilty. They laid out twice and they felt a little bit more guilty. And then they laid out the third time and they didn't feel too guilty. And, on and, on, and now then they don't feel guilty at all. They don't feel guilty at all. You know why? Because the Bible says, Jesus said in Genesis 6-3, He said, my spirit won't always strive with you. God's spirit won't always strive with you. You see people out here today that had opportunity, had opportunity, had opportunity to go to God's house and to get saved. And they have, just not, they have just lived a life of pure sin. They don't believe it. They're a heathen. And, 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 and they, can't, they can't be saved because they don't believe. They don't believe. They don't want to do no better. I've had people and I've done funerals. And God helped me and God helped them. Of people that had no evidence of the life that they had lived of ever knowing God. Not wanting to know God. Didn't, didn't think they needed God. Died with overdoses. Car wrecks. Heart attacks. All kinds of funerals. You know what I'm talking about, Brother Lee. Young people. Young people. And I've had them to come up to me and said, Preacher, said they ain't suffering now. And maybe just be drugged out when they got killed in a car wreck or something. You say, well, maybe they prayed before they died. I believe sometimes you leave this old world and you don't have time to pray. Amen? Sure. Well, me and my wife was in that wreck last September. We could have very easily been killed the laws. He was told us we were very, very lucky that we wasn't. And let me tell you something, if we had have died in that wreck... They wouldn't have been no praying going on right at that moment, would you, honey? Because they wasn't time. But they'll come to me and they'll say, Boy, they ain't they ain't suffering now. They ain't suffering now. If you die without God, that's your suffering is gonna begin. I said I didn't come to tickle your ears and sis, I'm not gonna tickle nobody's ears. I'd rather make you mad and you listen to what the word of God says and get you into heaven. It'll tickle your ears and pat you on the back and see you go through the gates of hell and me right behind you. Amen. Amen. So five were wise, five were foolish, five took off, five didn't take off. Their lengths run out, the bridegroom come to sum it down. And at midnight, there was a cry made. Behold, the bridegroom cometh Go ye out to meet him. Then all these virgins, all these people that had oil in their lamps, they, they got up to go meet the bridegroom. uh oh, five Five of them's length was gone out because they didn't have no oil. Now listen to this. Listen to this. The five had all. And their lamps. They went out also. And the five that didn't have any oil. They went running to those that had oil. To trim their lamps with. And said give us. Some of your oil. Because we're out. Give us some of your oil. Because we're out. And those that had it. Those that had the all said, not so. Not so. We've just got enough for ourselves. Anybody know where this is going? Come on. If you get to heaven, you're going to have to get enough all to get there yourself. Amen. You ain't going to get any of mine because I've just got enough to get me here. Hey, Amen. I don't have enough to get us all here. I don't have enough to get you there, brother Dean. I don't have enough, sister, to get you, John. I don't have enough, and you're my brother, and you're my myself. I don't have enough to get all of us there. Uh, hey, man, I don't have enough to get my family there. I've just got enough to get me there. That's right. And if you get to heaven, you're going to get yourself there. I can help you all I can by preaching you the Word of God. That's the only way I can help you is preaching you the Word of God. And when I preach it, if it hits, it hits. And if it don't, it don't. But if it hits you and you leave out here mad, then that's your problem. That ain't my problem. I've done what God has called me to do. And I've preached you the Word. I've preached you the truth. And if you get mad and you leave, that's your problem. But you're going to stand before God one of these days because you have rejected the truth. Amen. I said I wouldn't give 15 cents, Brother Dean, for a preacher or a teacher that couldn't couldn't get on my toes. Amen. Amen. I don't want one of them ear-tickling preachers telling me nothing. Amen. Amen. And I'm not going to tickle nobody's ears to get you to like me. Oh, these people don't like me because I've had them say, Preacher, you're too hard. How hard is too hard? How hard is the Word of God? I know, I know it's hard. It's easy to listen at it. But the Bible says don't just be a hearer, but be a doer of the Word of God. Amen. That's what Sid's talking about this morning, about dancing. That's what Tony's teaching about this morning, uh, about uh, Maryam and she took out the tremble and all. And they danced. Hey man, you've got to put forth an effort to praise God. Hey man. Right. I've been in churches before. You can tell where it's real and where it ain't real. When it's real is when people come together and love the Lord and listen to the Word of God and let the Holy Spirit have right away in their lives. Amen. Instead of coming to church, with a lot of people's got a mind. "Well, I'm going to go to church, but I ain't going to do that." If you ain't going to mind God, you might as well stay at home. You stay at home and not do nothing. well. You come to church and not be a hindrance. If you ain't going to be a, if you're going to be a hindrance, you need to stay away. No, what you need to do, you need to get right with God and come in and be a helper to us, Amen? Amen. Amen. But a lot of people satisfied just come to church every once in a while. I don't know what it does for them. The foolish said, "No, no, we just got enough to get. I've just, we just got enough to get us there." He said, "Go buy you some." Bible says they went, but while he was gone. The door was shut. The door was shut. And when they came back, they cried, Lord, Lord, let us in. And what did the Lord say? But he answered them and said, "Verily, I say unto you, I know you not. There's a lot of people saying, well, I'm going to have a good time right now. I'm going to really live it up. When I get old like you, preacher, uh, then I might make a change. It don't work that way. It don't work. You may not live to be as old as I am. And if you do, your changes are you've done hardened your heart enough that you're not going to do nothing about your soul to start with because the Spirit has done left you. But he answered and said Verily I say unto you I know you not You know Them is going to be the saddest words That a lost person I'll ever hear on this earth Be the saddest words Depart from me I don't know you People say well If that Jesus is to die for my sins he won't put me in hell. He won't send you to hell. If you go to hell, you'll go there on your own. Because you've listened to the devil instead of listening to Jesus. Jesus died for your sins. What did the devil ever do for you? I've been a servant of both of them, Mark. I was a great servant of the devil, and I'm trying to be a greater servant for the Lord. Amen. I've been, as those saying goes, I've been on both sides of the fence. They ain't no middle there. You're either a Christian or you're not a Christian. Amen, brother. People say, Well, I used to go to church. Well, I used to be a Christian. Well, I used to preach. Well, I used to teach a Sunday school class. Well, I used to sing in a gospel group. God do not want to hear what you used to do. And what you used to be, he wants to know what you are today, amen. And tomorrow. And and what you go working for for the next day, Brother Mark. A lot of people's trying to live on their past. I was in one time but I left God God didn't leave me I left God and I went back into the world just like the prodigal son Mark I went to I run out of real estate I had no other way to look (laughs) except up and praise God just as the prodigal son he started looking back home uh, and he started thinking about home uh, and how good he had it at home uh, and what he had wound up in uh, just for following the world uh, and listening to the devil uh, and he came to himself uh, listen to me back Friday out there today uh, listen to me people uh, if you've left God God didn't leave you uh, if you've left God you need to get back in uh, to God amen and get back in church uh, somewhere where I'll preach you the truth uh, and somebody a pastor in a church that loves you and his sister's had just pray for you a lot of these places not going to pray for you they don't care where you live or die the only thing they care about hoping you live just keep paying filling their pockets with it. You're a pretty little girl. <laughs> She's taking it in too. <laughs> but he answered and said barely I say y'all come get a song and to you I know you not Jesus, give us a warning right here in verse 13. He said, watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of man cometh. We don't know. The angels in heaven don't know. The Bible says his own Son don't know. Only God knows. But I believe his Son is just like we are, Christians. I believe he sees what's going on in this world And I believe he Feel that his father Is looking in them eyes And saying son get ready Son get ready Because I'm going to say to you soon Go get my children and bring them home Go get my children and bring them home Are you ready this morning If you're here this morning And you're not saved this altar is open all you've got to do is believe with our heart the Lord Jesus Christ and that God raised him from the dead if you can believe that Jesus died for your sins and that God raised him from the tomb if you'll believe in your heart and confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ the Bible says you can be saved that word belief is the most important Word there, you've got to believe that he died for you. And if you believe it, you might say, a preacher, I don't know how to pray. In here, out there, if you're listening in, if you're driving down the road watching, if you're parked somewhere watching, if you're at home watching, all you've got to do is just believe. And then ask and receive. Believe. Ask him to forgive you. And then believe it, he had. And the Bible says you shall be saved. And then let us know about it here at Bloomington Chapel. My address is 1920 Vester Road, Columbia, Kentucky. Drop me a letter. Let me know. Drop me a card. Let me know that you're listening in. The church, the church address is what, 55 Bloomington Church Road. We'd like to hear from the people that's listening in. Drop us a card and let us know. And we'll keep doing it. And uh, we love you. My phone number is 6343273. If you want to talk to me, give me a call. If you want to know where the church is, it's on Snake Creek Road. Just turn. If you're coming out of town, turn left. If you're coming down from a, toward Millerfield, turn right. There's a big sign out at the end of the road. Snake Creek Road, just turn down that road and it's about eight-tenths of a mile down here. You'll see the churches on the right. If you come in the other way, they'll be on the left. You can't miss us. We'd like to have you. We'd like to hear from you. Well, if you're out there this morning, you'd bow your head and pray the sinner's prayer and ask Jesus Christ to forgive you of your sins. Come in and be Lord of your life. Then let us know about it. That's 634-3273. Drop us a card at 1920 Vester Road, Ralph Foster.